Yeah, look, the giant chicken's Boba Fett. It is useless, Theseus. Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Hey, everybody. It is Thursday night. Welcome to the GNN Cantina Happy Hour. We are glad you're here. Cam, have you seen our new intro yet? I have. Oh, okay. All right. I have. I I know it's only been a couple couple of weeks. I I added some Last Jedi stuff in there for you. So just for you. (laughs) My hero. Always looking out. Always looking out. Oh, boy. (laughs) I am your host, David. Welcome. We're glad you joined us tonight. Also with me tonight is my co-host, Debbie. How are you, Debbie? Doing very well this evening. I'm I'm excited to talk about this episode because this was probably my most favorite episode of this first season, and it was the finale. So, well, of course. Also, also with us tonight is another co-host of ours. He's back from his wife having a baby. He didn't have the baby. His wife had the baby, but he is back. Welcome back, Cam from Cam and Focus. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm doing good. It's definitely good to be back. Yes, he is. He if Cam sounds tired, it's because I am. He I, is. Uh, yeah. I got maybe a grand total of about two and a half, three hours of sleep last night. Baby's kind of, nice. That's Babies kind of how do it's been for the last you know couple weeks. So yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's what they tell me at least. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is the worst time for you right now, but you'll look back on it and go, oh, I missed that. I promise. <laughs> so anyway, before we get started, we're talking Mando season one finale tonight. Um, before we get into that, I wanted to show you this. And for everybody's privacy sakes, I've blacked out the names on this, but I would like to get you guys' take on this. Hang on, somebody's in the chat. There he is. Cam is alive. Yes, he is. Oh, Barely. <laughs> <laughs> it's the. Uh, we'll we'll go with um, undead. Can we can we do Walking Dead? The Living Dead. Yeah, there the you Living go. Dead. There you go. <laughs> so this was posted um, on a Facebook site tonight uh, today, or at least it came to my attention today. Thank you, Dave Gramillion, for giving me this. Appreciate that. But um, And like I said, I've blacked everything out, so nobody on our show can just go toxic on this person. Ahsoka is the last chance that if this fails, nothing can fix Star Wars. What are your thoughts on that? Well, my first thought is, when did Star Wars need fixing? I mean, as far as I know, it's going pretty strong, but... I mean, it, it, it's it certainly had its ups and downs, and a few of the shows have been a little bit less than less than great. But uh, I don't know. I've, I've, I'm of the mentality that Star Wars doesn't need fixing. It's just people can't get past the nostalgia, and nothing will ever live up to the original trilogy for them. And so everything everything since then, it's it's it's, it's just not going to live up to it for them. Right. And I honestly look at it, and I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat with you, with you, Cam. And I look at you know shows like Book of Boba Fett, which was, while it had its moments, it was a bit of a disappointment. Um, the Rise of Skywalker again, it had its moments. It completed our saga, but again, it it was it was kind of a hodgepodge and looked like it was thrown together last minute kind of thing. But I challenge you to go out and find any series, you know, you can look at Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, anything to where everything is 100% perfect, exactly the way that the fans want it. Everything is just a multi-million dollar maker. Nothing can go wrong. So, I mean, everything, everything has its ups and downs. Nothing is perfect. Debbie, what do you think? Uh, I I I have to agree with both of you because I can't think of any 
fandom TV or movie wise where it has been absolutely perfect. And, and that even goes for the original trilogy. I mean, some people don't like return of the Jedi. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, people have problems with the prequels, which man, blah, 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 boo, boo, boo. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I, I can't think of any fandom movie or TV wise, even the ones that I watch and I love and adore, you know, sometimes the movie hits it. Sometimes it's, you know, really good. And then sometimes it's just kind of like, you know, had well, its moments. And Well, I mean, you, you can look no further than the MCU. I mean... Well, when those movies are good, they're really, really good. But when they're not, I mean, they're, they're, they're just not. But people don't look at these individual films and say, oh, this one film ruined the entire MCU. Well, yeah. like, people, like people have done with Star Wars. They look at The Last Jedi and say, oh, that just ruined Star Wars for me. It's like, it's like okay, but what was actually ruined? Yeah, exactly. Like, how, how specifically did it, was ruined? How did it ruin? Did you not? So everything post- the Last Jedi is now horrible. So, Solo, Rise of Skywalker, The Mandalorian, Obi Wan Kenobi, um, Book of Boba Fett—all of that is just horrible and ruined, right? Because and, of the Last Jedi. And but, but people will people will use Luke as their argument of, oh, well, now all of Star Wars is ruined. But at the same time, yeah, like I understand if you don't like the direction that they took the character of Luke, but that doesn't take away from his story from the story that you love right that that's still there and that's still a full story if you choose to ignore the rest of it that's on you but that doesn't mean that his his initial journey is now somehow diminished but it ruined my childhood yes i i read (laughs) error of the empire and i wanted that movie Uh, if it, if your childhood was ruined by a movie that you saw as an adult, then I think you need to rethink what your childhood was actually like. <laughs> and, and see, this is where I worry about Ahsoka because of the era, heir to the Empire line that she well, says. And, and, and honestly, I, I've been thinking about this, and I've been thinking long and hard about this as far as the heir to the Empire goes. Um, the heir to the Empire takes place if I'm not mistaken, five years after Return of the Jedi. There's a five-year gap in there somewhere. And um, in that, now Ahsoka is right there in that five-year gap. I mean, she's I guess theoretically seven years because Grogu was with Luke in the Book of Boba Fett for two years. So, I mean, timelines, yeah, it's between five and seven years after Return of the Jedi. And if you would have done Heir to the Empire in 2015 and said, okay, we're going to do the Heir to the Empire, I got news for you. Mark Hamill was the age of Alec Guinness. When Alec Guinness first did Star Wars, Mark Hamill was that age when they did The Force Awakens. That's bigger than a five-year difference. Oh, well, they could have de-aged him. No, because then you would have griped about that and how bad it looked. So... You're not yeah, because they, they bitch about it now when they do the de-aging. Oh, look real. That's so, because it's de-aging AI. I mean, yeah, it's only going to be so good, so. Nothing, <laughs> nothing in this world is perfect, except for Lego. Well, I mean, I was going to say Nicolas Cage, but that's. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I, you know what? <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, uh, now oh, that I'm man. back, I have to bring back Nicolas Cage. I was going to say Harrison Ford, but, you know, that's just me. <laughs> Who? Don't even. <laughs> Who? Who? That old guy? Harrison Ford. That old fart? Damn straight. Oh, Lordy. All right. Let's talk Mando. Season one, episode eight. Um, this one starts off that so so the first one kind of ended in a cliffhanger of sorts. You had um, 
Let's see. Shield Maiden is on. Now, I've said it once, and I will say it again. If it's not the story they created with their dolls, <laughs> yes, then the toxic <laughs> part of the fan base will cry. Absolutely. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, that's uh what what was the what was the line? Did you see anything? No, sir, I did not see you playing with your dolls again. Good. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know what that's from, go watch Spaceballs. What's wrong? I was with gonna you? say if you don't know, you're too young. Uh, you know what's so bad about that? And I I don't know if I've told this story or not, but uh there's a bookstore, used bookstore I like to go to. Um, here in the town where I live, and um, the I was standing in line one day, and there was a little girl in front of me with standing there with her parents, and she was maybe you know eight or nine years old, and she looks at her mom and she goes, "Mom, I think I want to be a druid." And her mom was like, "Oh, well, that's nice. That's that's good, sweetie." And I looked at her mom and dad, and I said, "Funny, she doesn't look druish." And they looked at me like I had snakes coming out of my nose. Oh my. I was like, have you guys not have you not seen Spaceballs? And they're like, I looked at the cashier. I'm like, do you not know what that's from? No idea. No idea. But of course, these parents were like, you know, she was, you know, seven or eight years old. So they were like early 20s. Well, early 20s, late 20s. So I'm like. <sighs> oh, my God. <sighs> <laughs> I said, go watch space, but go over there, buy a copy of Spaceballs, and then go watch it, and then you can laugh at it. I was like, my, jeez, was gonna offend somebody by quoting a movie. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's feasible, but apparently they live under a rock. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know. They don't know good movies. Or their parents didn't introduce them to. <laughs> They're probably well, the, the parents fans. didn't know either. The parents, the, the parents didn't introduce the parents. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Because that movie came out in 1987, I want to say, 87 or 88. So, and those the the parents of that poor little girl, deprived child, were probably born in like 96. So it's like, Cam, did I just did I did I hit something on you? What are, are you that young? Uh, I was born in '92. Oh, okay. Well, you're fine then. But uh, I, <laughs> but I, I, I was introduced to a lot of the classics, you know, when I was younger. I mean, you had I good parents, classics. is what you're I, saying. Well, not, not not necessarily that, but I did have someone who was introducing me to a lot of classic movies. Like I was watching Alien, I was watching Judge Dredd, I was watching The Goonies. I, I, mean, I was yeah. watching all that stuff. Gremlins. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think I, I could be wrong. Um, my daughter's on. You can verify yes or no. But I'm I'm pretty sure my kids have seen Spaceballs. Stephanie, are you there? Did you watch Spaceballs? Yeah. There's your Goonies for you. Hey, you guys. <laughs> Actually, that's not from Goonies. What is that from? Do you know what that's from, Debbie? Well, why? Well, Sloth says it in Goonies because Sloth. Oh, I was going to say Goonies. what? It, Sloth said it in Goonies, it, and he used he was locked in a basement watching TV. It came from a TV show called The Electric Company, it was on uh, PBS. That's how the that, that was like the start of the theme song. It was like, "Hey, you guys!" and then they go into the theme song. Oh, so that's I didn't watch that one. They had Bill Cosby. I didn't, know that. I didn't know that either. Bill Cosby, PBS. It was a PBS show. Came on before Sesame or after Sesame Street. Yes, Maybe my daughter I'm... has. Oh, look at that! Stephanie is on. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? Yes, we watched Spaceballs many times. Good. Debbie, Debbie did parenting right then. It's all good. <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm sure the kids would say something different, <laughs> as most kids do. Of course. I will never do it like my mother did it, except for the movies that she showed us, and that's fine. <laughs> All right. So let's talk Mando here. Since we're since we're supposed to be talking about the Mandalorian. And we have uh, good grief. We went off the rails like we are. I know, I know, right? Look, 
But see, that's why I love you guys so much. I mean, it's I, I like that we can go off on these tangents and slowly work our way back. So this one starts off. This, this one actually. This one starts off, and we talked about this a little bit last week, Debbie. This this one starts off with quite possibly the most hated character in Star Wars. I mean, I'm talking Jar Jar Binks should be put on a pedestal and bronzed and covered in melted gold and a statue made of him compared to this guy, this one scout. Actually, they both do it. Well, they both do it, but he's the one that did it first. The one that the curious one, we'll just call him TK curious. (laughs) But, uh, it, for starters, they killed Quill at the beginning or at the end of the last episode. I will never forgive them for that. <sighs> never forgive them. Then they pull up to the city. Oh, we can't go into the city yet because they're doing something and blah, blah, blah. So the, you got the the one guy who has Grogu in the backpack and the other guy just wants to see it. And he goes, oh, it's kind of cute. And he's like tickling. Ow, he bit me. And then he... <sighs> He, he flat punches him. I mean, pow! What? I, I'm, su- I'm surprised Baby Yoda didn't do, you know, magic hands or yeah, something just to get back at him. Oh, like, oh my gosh! Well, and yeah, and he does that in the second season, too. When they're at the... When then he's in the Star Destroyer. But still, it's like... Oh! So... Now Jar Jar is, is fine. We can hate this guy now, okay? <laughs> if that's okay with everybody. The it, fandom's fine with that. <laughs> it was just the character that they gave us to cheer for when they died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you poke me, I'll bite you too. Yep, there you go. So anyway, um, it gets down into the city. They've got everybody... We've got Moff Gideon down there. We see the uh, the uh, Death Troopers again. This was this was a a, a nod to, uh, in my opinion, this was a nod to Rogue One mm-hmm. because that's where they first made their appearance. So it was nice to see them back. Um, we all we got a bunch of we got well we got the Stormtroopers in this one. We had the the Scout Troopers. We had the Flame Trooper, which was. For some reason, that was like huge. Everybody was like, "Oh, we got the flying trooper." I'm like, "Okay, you bit the dust, hooray!" <laughs> do, do you not stormtrooper with a flamethrower? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, "All right, well, we saw it in the in the Force Awakens, so sure, why not? Why not?" But anyway, um, we got IG Eleven. He rescues Baby Yoda from the. Uh, the thing they they actually talk to him and he says what are you doing i'm doing my mission i'm nurturing and uh the baby yoda on the speeder bike is just like the most amazing thing it's too precious oh yeah too precious oh it's like oh my gosh more (laughs) i've i've never seen a baby so happy about people dying around him yeah i know right I mean, well, he's probably just figuring sweet revenge. I'll forget sweet revenge. He's probably just enjoying the. the we're going fast. Look, we're going fast. <laughs> like a puppy dog hanging his head out the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, and his ears were flapping too. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, attention to detail on the part of the special effects artists. <laughs> Um, but IG 11 shows up, brings the kid. They end up back in the, um, I guess it's a bar. That's that what was, I thought. That's what I called it a bar. They was in the bar. They were in the bar. Um, Argo was drinking. So why not? If I knew how horrible some humans are when I was a baby, I would have rejoiced. <laughs> okay. There it is. Um goes on to uh 
uh, Mando gets hurt. Tell me how Mando gets hurt. Because I was I was watching it and I I stepped away from the screen. Uh, Moff Gideon shot something he was standing next to that was explosive. That's right. Yeah, and he I took probably. the he took the explosion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he thought he was gonna die. And IG 11s cutting a hole in the grate, and they send the the flame trooper in to smoke them out. Is that a good way to put it? Burn them out. They were I think all that's what uh, I think that's what Gideon even said. Burn them out. Burn them. And Baby Yoda does the little magic hand thing. I think I slipped and called him Grogu a minute ago. He does does the magic hand thing and. Then you just see that flame trooper blast out of there, and that was amazing. It was awesome. <laughs> he's starting to believe. But of course, <laughs> we're still we're still with Baby Yoda, and he's still uh, he still collapses every time he uses. It. It's it's a big strain on him. So he's going to disappear for a little bit. They'll have him in the backpack, but he's he's going to be gone for a little bit. Um. <sighs> Uh, they Mando sends him off into the tunnels, and IG Eleven is gonna heal him, and he's got a back to spray, and he's this is where we get into the whole. Um, I need to take your helmet off and spray you with the back to spray, and he's like, "No, you can't. I can't. No living thing. I haven't removed my helmet since I took the oath. No living thing can see me without my helmet." And he said, "Hey." hey. I am not a living thing, so take it off. And this is the first time we get to see Pedro Pascal. Face daddy. There it is. It's the it's, the, and that's uh, th this is one of the reasons that I love this part of Star Wars. And and I know I've mentioned this before too, is that they're not afraid to say, okay, we've got this this big actor here. I guess he wasn't big at the time, but you know we got this actor here, but we're not gonna we're we're not gonna keep his face covered the entire time, you know. With Cam, you mentioned Judge Dredd in the comic books. Dredd never, ever, ever, ever removed his helmet, and in the movie, he wore it for all of like five minutes, mm -hmm. like the first five the minutes first of the movie. One. The first five minutes of the movie and then the last scene, <laughs> that was it. And it was the same thing because it was like, oh, well, we've got Sylvester Stallone. We're not going to cover his face up. We can't do that. They did the same thing with the newer Power Rangers movies to where they said, and I don't know if y'all saw that. And if you did, I'm sorry. I, I watched it, too, and it was horrible. But it was the same kind of thing where it was like they'd get into their Power Ranger mode, but they always had their face was always showing. It was like. Put the dumb Power Ranger masks on. That's what we want to. We want to see Power Rangers. We don't want to see the new cast of nine hundred two one zero for crying out loud. <laughs> but the uh, the second Drudge, Dredd, the second, yes, with uh, Carl, uh, uh, Carl Urban, Carl Urban, yes. Which, yeah. Man, why would you cover up that face? Well, well, I mean, to, to be fair, <laughs> Carl Urban, the. The, the, the writers of that show knew that he could emote enough with just this part of his face. He's that good. It still worked. He's that good. Yes. <laughs> but I, I think uh, Mando's face reveal on this is honestly probably one of my favorite face reveals in, well, in Star, in Star Wars in general. Because, uh, you know, you, you, think, you think Mandalorian and you, and you think, you know, someone who looks like Jango Fett. You know, someone who's chiseled and you know you know look, look, like looks in general like what you would think a warrior would look like but then when his helmet comes off he's he's all bloody and broken he and he just he just looks like a regular person who's had the crap knocked out of him yeah it, it, and it, it's the first time that we re that we really see he's, uh, he's man so vulnerable yeah and and of course the uh ig has to crack a joke you know, your your central processing unit has been damaged. You mean my brain? <laughs> I was attempting. I was attempting humor. Oh, that was great. Oh. <laughs> um, 
Then I can't we... disagree with that comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Carl could convince me into anything. Okay. Oh, I, I got you. I mean, it, it meant something different for Michael, but for me, he, yeah. Carl Urban, yeah. Ooh, I have to add him to my harem. You should. Yes. You don't expect the Mando to have a five o'clock shadow. The dolls didn't have a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> did people complain about that? Who cares? The Star Wars fandom we're talking about. Somebody somewhere complained. I'm going to start complaining about the people that are complaining. Don't we do that already? No, we just <laughs> make them look foolish. <laughs> um. Uh, they get down into the tunnels. They're headed to the uh, the culvert where the armor is. Uh, she gives him his uh, what? Is, it's she gives him his jetpacks, huh? Gives him his signet. His signet, yes, the mudhorn signet, and then his jetpack that she called. Oh, Phoenix, was it the Phoenix? Yeah, she said. Did you train with the Phoenix? Maybe that's a group. That that's a training group for the jetpacks. Well, they'll get over it. Small group that gripes when the helmet comes off. Um, something else, too. And I, I actually looked into this, and I'm, I'm going to backtrack just a little bit, because we did it. We had a flashback in there, too, where they flashed back to uh, how he was found. You know, the, 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 the manner and the way that he was found, which was really, really good and really well done. It was great seeing. There was... Ships from uh, episode three that were in there. We had the super battle droid, of course. You know, it was this was our first live action look at really the Clone Wars. You know, what was going on during not not just the Geonosis Geonosis battle that kicked everything off, but I'm talking like like this was happening while the cartoons were happening. So this was really good to look at. Plus, I don't know if you noticed this, but the it was a uh, it was Death Watch that found him. Every one of their signets was the was the Death Watch emblem. I had to look at that. I just had to make sure. I didn't notice the emblem, but I noticed they were all dressed in blue. Yeah, they were. They, they. I I looked at the emblem. I was like, hmm. I wonder. And I I did a Google search on the Death Watch, and sure enough, there it is. That's them. So. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm sure there was there was a group of people who were like, "Oh my God, Mandalorian trained by Darth Maul confirmed." <laughs> <laughs> they just needed one with horns on its helmet and a red and black paint. <sighs> anyway, we get down to the armor. The armor gives him the phoenix, points him in the right direction. <laughs> The poor stormtroopers show up. Big mistake. Yeah, they tell her <laughs> they tell her to get up and move and blah 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 and she don't touch me. Bam. I mean, all she, she had was her tools and she flattened them out. She pulled a she pulled a turret is what she did mm. to where it was the uh, I, I don't need a blaster to fight you. I can just beat you with my hands kind of thing. Yeah, how, oh. I'll never forget, I'll never forget how I chuckled whenever we whenever I watched that uh, stormtrooper fall into the forge and he just melts immediately. Into yes, it. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> and and this is the I remember watching this the other day when I watched this episode and I was just like, "Gosh, she is really brutal." She, I mean, that was a that was a serious, you know, Jen Erso when she beat down the stormtroopers had nothing on her. When Chirrut beat them all up, nothing again. I mean, this was a. I, I think the next best thing is going to be when Boba Fett shows up in episode in season two and beats the crap out of him with a gaffy stick. Well, I mean, I, I don't remember noticing it the first time originally watching it but every time she hit them you could see armor splitting apart and i'm like she, 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 she threw one trooper's lower jaw off 
there, there was things flying. I think you saw one of the stormtroopers' faces. I mean, I, I think the whole front part of his mask exploded, for lack of a better word. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was amazing. It was, it was it awesome. Was. I get down to the Lava River. The droid doesn't work. It's the river sticks. We got to get the the ferryman to get us across the river sticks. Um, they disconnect the they they get the boat in the in the lava river and the droid comes to life. Oh, take us down river. I get down there and this was. <sighs> it was heartbreak. It 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 was a heartbreak. I mean. It wasn't for me as bad. Maybe on like the second or third viewing now. Uh, just because the, the character progresses more as the further seasons go on. But through this season, I mean, we, we've seen him in what? Three episodes? The first and then the last two. Mm -hmm. So. And he got shot in the first one. So. You're looking at it like, eh, okay, whatever. <laughs> but um but he finally got to use his uh he finally got to use his uh, I cannot be captured. <laughs> I must self-destruct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Terminator 2, that's what I was reminded of. It it was almost like the the No, oh, that is one more CPU. I cannot self-terminate. <laughs> you must lower me into the molten metal well what killed me about this particular scene was you could hear it in mando's voice i mean this was a man who when we started out this season he hated droids he wanted nothing to do with droids but in in fact, when episode, he landed on when he landed on tatooine he told the what's her name don't don't let those droids touch my ship yeah uh but in this episode in this scene you know you can hear it in his voice like when uh ig jumps into the lava and he was like no I, you know well you're, you're through protect and and nurse <laughs> yeah. and you can just hear it in his voice that you know he was actually sad and heartbroken about it and and I think some of that too also had to do with the fact that, you know, he had such distrust for this droid because ever, uh, ever since Quill had reintroduced him, he's like, no, he's trying to, he's going to kill him. He's going to, he's trying to kill the, he's trying to kill the child. And um, even when he had the chance and Mando was, was down and broken and everything else, he still saved Mando. And I think that was a, a big turning thing for him to where it's like, I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. Holy crap. He just saved my life. Maybe I need to trust him now. Mm -hmm. So. So he was like 99% of the world. When you mention AI, give them time. They will come around. That's a topic for another day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that could be its own video. Yeah, that's <laughs> Cam and Focus. There you go. <laughs> Cam and Focus, entirely written by AI. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say they 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 used to say if you put a bunch if you put a bunch of monkeys behind a typewriter for long enough, eventually they'll crank out the works of Shakespeare. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. I was uh, I was more thinking the uh, the manatees from South Park who. Uh, grab the balls with uh, the words on them to make family guy episodes what did they call them? the like the idea balls or whatever yeah. <laughs> uh, so ig dies they get out all of a sudden we hear the familiar whine of the tie fighter um which and we forgot to mention the the way that I and maybe we did mention it, the way the Tie Fighter lands in the the last episode previous. Did Grant say something about that last week? Just the way the the wings folded down. It's like the X. Well, I think fighter. it was wasn't it a modified Tie. Yeah, maybe. 
Anyway, we get the modified TIE fighter. And now this one wasn't. The one that he was in in this episode wasn't modified. But uh, he's got the, uh, he puts his Phoenix on. We have the huge fight in the air. He does. <laughs> he does the, uh, uh, you dumb cat, leave me alone. <laughs> Go on. Um, he does the he does the whole uh, Drax thing. He he hits it with the the cord and it drags him around for a little while. You know, remember in the second Guardians movie, Drax was hanging out the back trying to shoot. That was hilarious. <laughs> and uh, he finally gets up on the Tie Fighter and <sighs> he pulls out his blaster and tries to shoot the glass. Now I'm looking at this going. This 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 person has been trained. I mean, weapons are his religion. religion. Yes, he has got to know. I mean, even I knew a blaster is not going to take out the glass canopy of a Tie Fighter. I'm sorry. I mean, in, in what universe is that going to happen? But what do I know? I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things that you see in these espionage movies where someone approaches a big old thing of glass. And you're like, okay, if I tap here, tap here, tap here, boom, the glass cracks. Yeah. If I hit it in the right spots and hit the resonant frequency. <laughs> yeah. Well, because what we didn't see was how he adjusted his blaster to the right settings, the, oh, the perfect settings, right breakthrough type fighter Gotcha. <laughs> so it was set to break TIE Fighter Glass. All right. All right. Bring back Judge Dredd. He, he's flying through. Glass breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Double whammy. <laughs> that was great. Well, this is also the scene where we get um, Cargus saying, come on, baby, do the magic hand. Yeah, do the magic hand thing. And then Baby Yoda is just waving at him. <laughs> <coughs> that still cracks me up when I see that. A lot, lot, lot of humor in this episode. <laughs> it's so funny. Debbie's just choking to death. I am. I'm all choked up about it. <coughs> this is my favorite uh, oh, episode. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> You turned her against me. You have done that yourself. <laughs> okay. Um, so Mando brings the tie down. He plants bombs on the thing. And of course, Gideon has the look of terror like, oh my gosh, what just happened? And oh, no. boom, the wing blows off. And Mando does the superhero landing. At the uh, so bad on the knees, so bad. <laughs> uh, Deadpool would still be proud. <laughs> Pretty good considering he hasn't used a jetpack very much. Um, oh, oh, Mary Sue, he's never used a jetpack before. <laughs> Why is he so good at it? There the you go. The Mando's a Mary Sue. <laughs> All right, we're calling it right here, Mando Mary. You Sue. heard it here first. Cam got it. He nailed it. <laughs> um, and they fly off and everybody's happy and we kind of get a it's not a post-credit scene, but it's the dun, dun, dun. it's the, hey, the bad guy's still alive. Or it's panning up on the bad guy. He's going to open his eyes. He's going to open his eyes. He's going to open his eyes. And boom, his eyes open and the credits roll. <laughs> but uh, we've got the jaw was scavenging the TIE fighter, and then we get our first look a very first look of the live action the Darksaber. Now, we, I, now I am going to admit that was one moment that made me audibly gasp. Yeah, I got uh, I kind of I leaned back in my couch, I was like, Oh, oh, god, <laughs> I, I, the, if, the internet went bonkers. Yeah. When they saw that, I mean, that was all you seen and talk, that was what everybody was talking about. Was and it was just on the screen for a couple of seconds. I mean, it wasn't like it was there all that. 
long. I mean, even Luke and I were like, oh my god, it's the Darksaber! And then, of course, we had to go back and watch the Clone Wars arcs with the Darksaber. So. But of course. Yeah, I see you. Go away. Go away. Oh, poor kitty. Take it. <laughs> leave me alone. Kitty. There's a song by Presidents of the United States of America called Kitty. Go listen to it. And if if you have young kids, don't listen to it around your young kids. <laughs> but go go listen to the song Kitty. It's great. Is that a band or something? The Presidents of the United States of America? They did a... They, they, they Their one song, Lump. Lump sat alone in a boggy marsh. I've heard that one. She's Lump. She's Lump. She's Lump. She's in my head. Weird Al parodied it, it. He's Gump. He's Gump. He's Gump. Is he inbred? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> President of the United States of America. Yeah, hey, we have fun. Like we should we we should uh they also yes, you're you are right. Millions of peaches, peaches for me. Million <laughs> not the one from Mario Brothers. These guys sang it first. Peaches, 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 peaches. Oh. See, we we see look at this. We're talking about music and just completely off the rails here on the Cantina Happy. Actually, look at this. I found some cool music. Watch this. Every day I'm shuffling. How about that? First time I seen that, I was like, how the hell did they get that to... Because that's not the song that goes with that dance, but... I, 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 I know. <laughs> how did they do that? It's just... I, somebody told me <laughs> once, and it's like, if the time signatures of the music match with... Like, the, the time signature for the Cantina Band by John Williams matches the same time signature as um, LMFAO's Party Rock Anthem. And since the time signature matches, they're going to be dancing and hitting the beats on all the same spots. So <laughs> you can link it up. It's and it's so crazy. It's hilarious. It's great. I love it. I love it. It's, you know, that's, that's pop culture mixing with pop culture right there. And it, it creates a beautiful thing. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of like how uh, Staying Alive by the Bee Gees is the same beats per minute as the, uh, the Imperial March. Yeah. Yeah, have you seen the one with the uh, Matilda, the Matilda musical, and they're linking it up with uh, Dagula by Rob Zombie? Oh yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I'll have to find <laughs> that one for next week. But that's a good one. That's one of my favorites too. Anyway, Debbie, did we miss anything in this episode that you wanted to talk about? Um, quit it. Um. I don't know if we, I don't know if this came up when we were watching Andor, but uh, going back to when this is before uh, Gideon fully attacks them in the bar, but uh, Kara says something about not wanting to be captured because she'd be put on the mind flare, which is what we see. Somebody actually being put on the mind flayer in Andor, and I, I was trying to remember if we even. Wow, we didn't. We I don't think so. My memory's not good, so I'd have to look back at my notes, which I didn't do. But, <laughs> but I just, I thought that was because as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, that was in hey. Andor. I'm just waiting for somebody. Bull gullet. <laughs> Bull gullet seeds. <laughs> Lies, deception. I, I, I honestly, I wonder if they're ever going to bring that back at at any point in the future. Because, as far as I know, that's the one time in all of Star Wars canon that we've seen Borgullet. 
But it, it, somebody somebody once told me, or, or maybe I was heard it on a podcast or something, that they said that the one thing that they the first two Disney Star Wars movies was The Force Awakens and Rogue One, and there were two things, or there was one thing in each of those movies that just didn't seem to fit in Star Wars, just didn't seem to be Star Wars. One of them was Borgullet, and the other one was the uh, um, the Wrath Tars. The Wrath Tars, yeah. They said they, they, he just said they just seemed more Star Trek than Star Wars. You know, they, they they didn't seem like they belonged within the universe. It just it it was off putting to him. Yeah, well, well, at the same time though, most That's just Star him. Wars That's movies opinion. have most Star Wars movies have their creature feature scene. You know, uh, uh, A New Hope had the uh, the trash compactor monster. Uh, Empire Strikes Back had the Wampa. Uh, Return of the you know, Return of the Jedi had the Sarlacc. Oh, it was, or the Rancor. You had two of them in that one. Ah, the Rancor. Yes. Okay. That, that that's definitely definitely more accurate. Uh, let me see. I mean, Rebel, had the, uh, Rebels the had the the Purgles. Yeah. You know the space whales. So I'm like, how is? I don't. I yeah. guess I don't understand his logic. <laughs> and uh, I and, get uh, it. Star Trek logic. <laughs> I will, I will be honest, though. I mean, well, whenever I watch The Force Awakens, I love The Force Awakens. It's in my top five favorite Star Wars films. But whenever I get to the Rathtar scene, I get up and I go do something. Because yeah. yeah. I, I really just don't care about that scene. I like the, I like the build up to it. Yeah. The, well, uh, Han um, Solo. Yeah. Yeah. Han talking to the uh, great. It's Guavian Death Gang. <laughs> they must attract us from Nantoon. I never I made a deal with Kanji Club. Tell that to Kanji Club. Um, I remember after that movie came out, all the memes that that sprung up from that. It's like, uh, um, no, I am your father. That's not true. That's impossible. Tell that to Kanji Club. Tell <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 there that goes. Can just fell. It was so, too much to handle. I know. <laughs> Damn Conja Club. <laughs> oh, the creature feature in The Last Jedi, that thing with the blue with the green milk. Luke squeezed its its teats and got the milk out wow. of it. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. That doesn't count. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hate that scene. I don't mind the animal. I just hated the fact that it was just kind of gross. He did it on purpose. It was to throw Ray off and say, look, I'm a disgusting, gross old man. Leave me alone. I still don't like it. <laughs> well. It's just weird. It was awkward. Didn't feel like it fit into Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about what feels <laughs> like it doesn't fit in Star Wars in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, Lordy. Cam, did you have anything else in this episode that you were just dying to talk about? Um, no, not, not, not particularly. Uh, I, I really loved the, um, uh, the gunfight at the beginning of the episode. It's, it, it's nice whenever Star Wars isn't afraid to get kind of raw with its violence. Um, you know, but, uh, you, you, you think back to like, you know, the, the original trilogy and, you know, people get shot, but it's just like a burst of sparks. And um, and, the, and then you, and then you go to the uh, the prequels and all the bad guys are droids. So it, so it, it's not like we're really seeing a, a huge scale of loss of human life. So it's well when when Star Wars gets gritty, that's when I think the action works the best. Like uh, 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 for for example, Paz Vizsla versus the Praetorian Guards. Uh, it, it wasn't just like, oh, he gets stabbed and he dies. It's like, oh, no, he gets stabbed by all of them. He keeps on trying to fight, and he just keeps on getting stabbed. Hmm. Don Biscardi is talking to me. Biscardi. Hmm. Okay. Well, anything else? We're good. good. Do we have any? 
I uh, go off on that. You you like, left you left else? my train waiting back at the station. My <laughs> the, my train of thought was is still back at the station. It's loading passengers still. So it's like a, you know huh. maybe he had a stroke or a brain fart or something. <laughs> what are we talking about? What what golf? What? <laughs> All right, shameless plugs. What you got, Debbie? Uh, let's see. This is Thursday, so Saturday will be Geek Gauntlet, uh, ten o'clock. Yes, ten o'clock Eastern. Eastern time. Yes. And they talk about everything. So, anime, gaming, Marvel, Star Wars. So I'm sure they'll be hitting up. Everything that's new and has come up here recently. And then Monday, it'll be Dave and I again on MCU Monday. We are episode two of, um, we're uh, diving into Daredevil. I can't remember his name. Ooh, Daredevil. Uh, yeah. yeah, Daredevil season one, episode two. Has my favorite fight scene in the whole series in that one. And then we'll be back. Oh no, Tuesday will be the Sith Dominion, and I don't think they've decided what they're talking about exactly. I know I they thought were, they were. I thought they were doing every other week. Have they decided they're going to go every week now? I have not heard. I don't know, Dana but Martin. Know, if you're watching, let us know. <laughs> I know Dana had put up something on TikTok uh, about three possibilities to talk about. Um, uh, they were legend, uh, Star Wars legend Sith Lords, um, Nihilus, and I can't remember the other two, but he was kind of taking a poll as to which one to talk about next. So, Nihilus, Bane, and Revan, those are probably the most, the three most popular legends. A, it, it, it almost sounds like they want to do the, the Sith Triumvirate from Kotor 2, so that, that would be Nihilus, Treya, and Zion. Treya was one. Okay, so, maybe, so yeah, that's yeah. probably what it is. Uh, Shield says it's every week, so Tuesday. Oh, well, there you go. Look at that. There you go. So Tuesday, yes, yeah. Dominion. So it was Nihilus, Treya, and whatever that third one you said. And they are polling. So go check out the Facebook pages, check out the Instagram pages, check out the TikTok pages, and let them know what you want them to talk about. Just let them know. They'll listen. And, and even then we'll if, be back Thursday, next Thursday for uh, season two and Timothy Oliphant. Oh no 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 no! No, we're not doing that next week. Next week what? we are. Next week we are talking all about Ahsoka in preparation for the week after that when we will have the premiere of Ahsoka. I'm sorry, Debbie. We're going to talk about Ahsoka. I don't want to start with Timothy Oliphant and then. Have, and have like six to eight weeks of Ahsoka <laughs> and then Timothy Oliphant deserves our full attention. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, I don't, I don't want to separate the seasons here. So I I've you know been watching the new season of Justified, so I, I'm getting my Timothy Oliphant fill. I need to watch that. That's on my list of things. I love him. He's so got Adam I got to I got <laughs> My page is going to be overflowing. I'm telling you. I hear him. John, if you're watching, she needs a new page with a bunch of different pictures on it. I was going to work on that this weekend and or last weekend. And damn it, cat! I am going oh. to <laughs> in her freaking tail. Yeah, wow. you're not the only one having technical difficulties. I know, right? Lord, this is why you keep your animals under control. Yeah, I need to do something with my camera. But anyways. Anyway. So, okay, so Ahsoka next week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I honestly was thinking about taking the week off, but I think we do need to. I'd like to look at a couple of the Clone Wars episodes with Ahsoka and just look at her character development throughout the, uh, the uh, there is Clone a... Wars and Rebels era. I think I sent it to Shield. I don't know if that was today or yesterday. 
I'm old. I don't remember. But uh, I think I sent her a thing that had, it was a, because uh, there's a, a essential Ahsoka episodes to watch before the series. But this one was like re- abbreviated. It was an abbreviated. It's probably on my phone. I'll send it to you. Okay. And maybe we could just watch those a episodes of- maybe. I'm th- I'm thinking like one or two episodes from Clone Wars and maybe one or two from Rebels. And then we, we can touch on the appearances she made within The Mandalorian. I don't know. I'm just going to go watch the Clone Wars movie. That'll tell me everything I need to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was honestly thinking the exact same thing. Oh, man. <laughs> Have we done a show on that one? No, we haven't. And we probably shouldn't. I think I want to do one on the Ewok movies before I do one on that one. <laughs> oh man! I, 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 funny enough, I've watched it. Well, recently I've watched it, just because I was like, I'm going to go through the Clone Wars again. So you start with the movie, and then you roll into the, to all the seasons, and I'm just like, watch that movie, and I'm like, oh, this is really, really, really bad. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. I have to stand up as they're walking into enemy lines undercover. Oh, I have to stand up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Great. Just blow our cover. That's fantastic. Come on, R2E. Let's go catch up with Sky Guy. God. I'm so glad you're going to die by the end of this. I mean, from the from right out the gate, I'm just like, oh, good, she's gonna die because she'll she'll get to order sixty six and she won't survive, and then they let her live for umpteen gazillion more years. Dang it! She was an. I, I didn't mind the movie too much. I mean, of course, that was our introduction to her, and oh, I minded, I minded. At, yeah, at that time, I mean. I just thought she was annoying as hell. And I was like, why? Why are they doing this? That was, uh, I I remember, my wife and I went to see that one in the theaters. I'm sorry. (laughs) Star Wars. I had to go. I've seen every Star Wars movie that has been in the theaters in the theaters. On the weekend that it opened. So. I sent that to you. I, I heard my phone go off. Thank you. Okay. Oh, well, actually, you know what? Let's take a peek. Oh, that is a lot. Well, I mean, we've already seen Tales of the Jedi. Uh, yeah. We... Recent, so we wouldn't have to do those. So there's only four episodes of Clone Wars and four episodes of Rebels. I mean, we could do that in a week. There's not four. Uh, you're, you're not reading that right. In season one, there's two episodes. Oh. In season three, there's four oh, episodes. No. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> but still, they're only, what, half hour, 20 minutes? We're not I'm a do hermit. That. I don't do anything but watch TV, so. Yeah, I don't I think I can get it done anything. this weekend easily. I was going to say, because... I, I don't know where it is with y'all, but in Texas, we're we're about to have a cold front next Tuesday, and that cold front's going to dip us down into 101. <laughs> it's down to oh my God. Like an Arctic black. It's the ice age. So we're we're actually we're like, I think today was actually kind of lower, and it was like 107. So it's it's a little toasty. So I'm like, mm, do I really want to go out and do anything this weekend? No, not really. I can sit in my air conditioner. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, fl- 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 Florida heat. I mean, to, to Texas is definitely hot, and and Florida heat for me. It, I mean, it, it's gotten to the point where I'm I'm starting to take it personally. But, but like like I'm starting to get offended that it's so damn hot here. Yep. So, it's, and then Debbie's sitting up there. Oh, it drops down to thirty five every night up here. Oh no! This is Indiana weather. We never know what we're getting. But the last couple days, it's been in the 80s. Now, three or four days prior, it was great. It was like in the 70s. No humidity. Slight breeze. My favorite kind of weather. Today was kind of humid. I'm sitting here sweating my ass off right now because it's kind of humid in here because I don't have the air on. I hate air conditioning, so I don't run in unless I have to. But 
If you lived in Texas, you would have to. You would absolutely have to. Usually from about May to maybe the end of November. Then we get December and it gets cold. And then you turn your heater on. <laughs> anyway, all right. So go, <laughs> go check us out on all the social medias Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, TikTok. All of them. Go check out Geek News Now. Look for Geek News Now. Find us on YouTube at Geek News Now Official, which is probably where you're watching right now. So that's great. Oh, we and we're. We're also on uh, Threads. Well, that's a new um, one for me. I don't even I'm know what that is. Shield, that? I'm not quite sure what the handle is on Threads. Is it still GNN official or something like that? I have no idea. Yeah, she she put you in your place there, Debbie. <laughs> Keep bragging. We'll send you our heat. <laughs> well, the thing about Indiana is, I mean, it... it and it's happened before. It can be raining in the morning, snowing in the afternoon, and then it's 70 degrees by nightfall, you know. Or we get tornadoes that pop up, hailstorms. Shields even further south than I am, so how about that? She's probably even warmer than well, yeah, she probably is warmer than I am. I'll give her that one. So anyway, all right, check us out on all the socials. Like, subscribe, mash the bell button. We will see you all next week. Until then, may the force be with you always. Uh, Mr. Feet? Mr. Bob A. Feet? Sure.